Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast. My name is Phil Nasons, also known as The Flash. I'm the director of content at Win Daily Sports, and I'd like to welcome you to the podcast. I'd also invite you to listen to the podcast that we've produced over the last week. We've got great content there. You can find that at Win Daily Sports or at anchor.fm or at your nearest podcast catcher. We're on every single one of them. We hope that you subscribe. We look forward to your reviews and we look forward to serving your sports betting and daily fantasy sports betting needs whenever they return. You know, we've got some stuff out there. You know, I don't even want to get into the esports thing. I know nothing about it. You know, I've always been in, in sports. I've always played sports. I've made a living playing sports and working in the industry. So I didn't have a whole lot of time for video games. Of course, I played a few of them here and there. But I preferred actually doing them than watching someone else do them. But hey, to each his own. We wish you all the best. We hope that you're being wise with your bankroll and you're just using this as a fun thing. And if you don't know anything about it, maybe you shouldn't be in it. How's that sound? That doesn't sound good, does it? But that's okay. Because you see... If you followed my column, you would know already. And if you followed my work over the last 10 years, you know that I preach safe betting, that I have a different type of system that is extremely profitable, but it's a long haul type of profit because that's how sports bettors make money. They don't look for instant gratification. They don't chase after every new thing, especially when they know nothing about it. They don't follow handicappers that they haven't vetted. And when I mean vetted, I mean vetted by at least 30 days. Because in order to write a sports betting column at Wind Daily Sports, at least during my tenure, you better know what you're talking about. Otherwise, you don't get on there. And and that's part of my job is to protect you from the villains out there. Because there's quite a few of them. Everybody's an expert. You know that, right? You know, you have to be wary of these guys who you never heard a word of it out of their mouths until, well, it's the only thing left. You see? So you have to be careful with that. Enjoy your time doing it. And if you lose, well, that's on you. (laughs) Especially if you don't know anything about it. You know, we've got the Turkish Football League finally canceled. MMA wised up and canceled, I believe. We're all down to esports. At least y'all are. I'm busy doing other things, preparing to continue to make you money so that you can continue to cash with Flash. My book's out. It's finally out. It's called Betting Baseball 101. It is available on Kindle and paperback in the Amazon store. And today what I wanted to do was talk a little bit about some common mistakes that gamblers make, sports bettors make, that we would hope that you would avoid. That's from chapter 5 of my book. I'm not going to run down the whole list. That kind of defeats the purpose of writing a book. But there are things that people do that are bankroll killers. And one of those things is unrealistic expectations. You know, I've been around the gaming industry since I was a young guy, 19 years old. I watched the very best handicapper, the guy who brought the sports books to Vegas, do his thing. 
I've watched sports book directors and odds makers come up with all sorts of schemes to help separate you from your cash because that's their job. You know, so you have to pay attention and you have to understand what it is that they do. And hopefully you can figure out how to beat them. It's not easy. They don't make billion dollar casinos based on them losing. But one of the things that happens often, far too often, in sports gambling is some walk into that industry because, you know, they know sports, think it's a get-rich-quick scheme and wind up jumping off a balcony. Now, I come from those days. See, I remember in Las Vegas when they still had balconies on some of the resorts. And guys would come out of there daily and take headers off those. And if you've never heard the sound of someone hitting the pavement from 12 stories up, well, I tell you what, then you'd understand why I'm so careful and cautious and why I continually tell you to be careful and be wise. And I try to teach you how to follow handicappers. And I try to find the safest bets the most low-risk wagers that I can find for you so that you don't end up doing that very same thing because it's a real thing, by the way. You know, there's no joke about gambling. Gambling is highly addictive. Have you been watching Twitter the last two weeks? You've been watching folks who are betting on things they they don't even know about? Some of these folks would bet on which pubic hair got thrown up in the air if there were two of them which one would land first? And they wouldn't even bother to check the wind. <laughs> you see? That's dangerous. We don't want you to do that. But unrealistic expectations. Sports betting is not a get-rich-quick scheme. It has never been one. If it is for you, walk away now before you go broke. And I'm going to tell you why. Because most sports bettors, that means most of you listening out there, will be lucky enough to break even. And there's a variety of reasons for that. But most of you will end up on the losing side of things. It's like when you go to high school, orientation, and they tell you, look to the left and look to the right. When you graduate, the odds are that those people will not be there with you. Sort of the same thing with sports betting. That's why there are very few successful gamblers. And most of the time, you don't know who they are because they don't want to tell you. They keep it to themselves. But here's what you need to do. If you're going to make a living or at least a profit, I'm not talking about a living. I shouldn't have said that. If you're going to make a profit betting Major League Baseball, you will need to win at least 52.3% of your wagers if the line is at minus 110 in order to net a profit. That's serious business. Do you remember my 30-day challenge? There were probably 60 people that entered it and only one person won and he was a 15-year-old kid. (laughs) The only two people that landed over 52% were me and a 15-year-old kid. Are you serious? I'm serious. I know what I'm talking about. This is not as easy as it looks. You know, 52% is, is small change, really. 
you need to be up around 56 to 58 percent a professional handicapper a good one 58 to 62 percent fortunately i fall in the 60 percent category i've documented everything well you all know because you've been following me and we've been winning but at the end of the day 52 percent at minus 110 i'm not talking about picking any underdogs at all that's not easy to do but a lot of people think they can do it they do everyone thinks they can do it when they get in it that's why i have always suggested starting with a 30-day sports handicapping challenge what i would suggest to you seriously especially you who think you know sports is to put your picks down on paper for 30 days if you can't make money on paper, you'll never make it no matter how large your bankroll is. This is serious business. I mean, if you're in it just to have a little bit of fun, well, then forget everything that I said. But if you're in it to maybe help you pay some bills, things are going to be very tough coming up. And we will have so much sports hammered at us at one time. It's not even funny. At one time, you're going to have professional tennis will be back. Major League Baseball will be back. The hockey and, and basketball are claiming to be back for that. You have all sorts of stuff coming up. And then we have football, college and pro. All of those things will be happening probably at the same time. It's a perfect opportunity to take that 30-day challenge, take a step back, and figure things out. But that's a big killer, guys. Unrealistic expectations. That's a tough one. I wouldn't set any goals until after I did the 30-day challenge and see where you end up. That's what I would do. Now, a couple of other things that perhaps folks like to do. Betting with your heart. You ever done that? You ever, like, be a Detroit Tigers fan and bet on the Tigers because you had a hunch? You didn't have any stats to support your opinion or your, your thought. You just had a hunch? Yeah. You don't want to do that. You know another bankroll killer, another thing that happens to gamblers that hurts them? Is betting for the sake of betting. Hey, I'm going to watch this game tonight and I might as well bet on it to make it more fun. Really? Okay. Well, be wise. A lot of times you end up losing. You know, those games are tough. Nationally televised games especially are very difficult. I try to avoid them if I can. But at the end of the day, people do wager on those. So what I've kind of tried to do is handicap those games so at least... You got some kind of idea from a tried and true professional of which way to slide. But betting with your heart is a very bad idea. It'll get you in more trouble than anything else. And you know what I mean. You know, avoid your favorite teams. That's what I do. I don't pick teams like we talked about the three-team strategy. I don't pick my favorite teams. I don't wager on my favorite teams. I don't even talk about my favorite teams anymore. I don't do that because I always expect them to win, even when they suck. And I have my most of my team suck and have for years. But if you are going to do that kind of thing, limit your wager to a friendly bet. You ever had one of those? There, you'd still have some interest. 
bragging rights don't matter, right? Leave your bankroll out. Or I should say separate your heart from your bankroll and you will have a much better time. You know another thing that happens quite a bit? And I see this in Vegas. I saw this in Vegas. You know, there's a reason they give you all those free drinks. Or I'm sorry, you got to tip the girl to bring it to you. Otherwise, she won't come back. But alcohol, yeah, think about it. Alcohol is the worst thing to involve yourself with in terms of judgment. Alcohol impairs judgment. Narcotics impair judgment. We all know, right? We've all had regrettable experiences because of alcohol. Maybe drugs too. But it's a big no-no to do these things. Betting while intoxicated is fool's money. That's what the casinos are hoping for you to do. To hand over your cash because you've, your judgment has been impaired. Or you're walking through the sports book and you're half in the bag and you say, Oh, the Tigers, look, they're only plus 150. If I bet $100 on this, I'll get 150 back. I'll make 150 I'll make all my drinking money back. Hell, I'll even get a few free drinks. And then lose. I've seen it often. I've seen it loads. I've watched all kinds of folks do all kinds of silly stuff, especially while drinking. It's a very, very, very bad thing. And then one last thing I'll give you. And this is important. This is this is something that happens a lot too. Are you ready? Well, I'll be done in a minute. Not familiar enough with the sport that you're placing your wagers on. You know, guys get lucky all the time. You know, 50-50 proposition, right? Flip a coin, right? Well, if you're not familiar enough with the sport or whatever you're wagering on, at some point, it's going to catch you. It's a horrible thing to happen. And what generally happens, though, is this. These types of gamblers generally gravitate toward handicappers who make big claims and brag about how much they win and talk about 20-team or 20-unit bets and all that crap, which doesn't exist, by the way, and tell you, offer you guarantees and all that other good stuff. They don't vet the handicapper. They don't follow him or her for 30 days. They think because they're they're on a 7-2 heater that they're going to win. Doesn't happen. And what happens is, is you lose. If you're going to wager on sports, you need to do one of two things. You either need to familiarize yourself with it, become intimate with that sport. Or find someone that is who you vetted. And who you understand knows some things. And understands what the freak they're doing. Otherwise, you're going to have a bad experience. And that's not what we want at for you at Win Daily Sports. We want you to have a good experience. We want you to have a terrific experience. That's why I've written a book. That's why I write my column. You know, I don't gain anything from you ever making a wager. I gain nothing from you winning or losing. I get paid either way. 
But at the end of the day, I want you to have a great experience wagering. I want you to come out of it either A, wealthier than you were when you began, or B, a lot more knowledgeable and the risks were mitigated a bit and we had no real issues and if you lost it was just marginal losses and you carry on and you turn the corner and you win that's what we hope for you at cash with flash best bets and that's what we hope for you at win daily sports all right you know what i'm gonna wrap this thing up head on over to win daily sports we've got lots of free material up there We've got a great Discord chat. We've got some terrific podcasts. It should be an interesting time. We'll be back on Monday. You all take care and have a great weekend. Be safe.